and Reed was like, listen, we want FDNs to know how to do business, right? Not just that you get through and you're like, okay, I know how to heal myself. But I, I want to say that his part of his um, quote, his precipit, his goal is to help heal the world, mm-hmm. right? So the way you do that is to help FDNs build a business so they can go out and help other people. And so that's what we want to do with the FDN Business School and FDN Thrive. Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com, but for now, here is today's episode. What is going on, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. We're talking to my friend and colleague today, Joe Pate. She is someone who does a lot um, with the podcast as well. She does the social media stuff for us. She's on our podcast meetings. But then her other role is she actually controls all of FDN Thrive. She makes sure that operates properly. And FDN Thrive is something that you might not have heard of on this show before, even if you're a regular listener. We are going to break that down pretty soon. Um, It's been a while since we mentioned it, but it is relevant for those that are going through the course, which is our main listening audience now. You guys are usually interested in the course or your trainees. And so we are going to explain this today. Now, Joe also has a health story. It's pretty incredible, like the rest of the people that hop on here. And it's, I think you guys will really like this one. She had a pretty strong family influence from her grandmother. Her grandmother was way, way ahead of her time, as you'll hear. And she planted the seed, basically, in Joe's mind to be open to the natural side and to consider what was actually going on in one's body when symptoms arose. And it was because of this seed that was planted that Joe was actually able to probably get these health conditions under control way quicker than most people would, honestly, if ever, because the stuff that Joe dealt with, some of it was life-threatening. So if it wasn't under control in a timely manner, who knows what could have happened. I'm very grateful that everything worked out, and I'm even more grateful for her to come on here and share this story with us. So a little bit about Joe. She came to FDN Thrive as an entrepreneur and has been a certified FDN practitioner since 2018 and also a member of the FDN Thrive team since 2020. She uses her dual experience to provide more practitioners the tools to succeed on both client and business platforms. Now, to be clear, Joe also has her own practice where she takes on clients. If something in this show resonated with you and you want to work with her, we'll mention that towards the end of the show. But she kept the bio to the FDN Thrive thing because that's the main topic of today. FDN Thrive is a program that I wish was around when I first got started in this. I actually asked for something similar to this, and then I found I was a 
pretty solid uh, list of people or part of a pretty solid list of people who also wanted something like this. And FDN always kind of delivers on what the majority wants and needs. And they came up with FDN Thrive. Now, what this is, is a program that actually helps you get the business training that you need to go out and do this work. Are there job opportunities that are available for FDNs? Yes. Are there independent contractor positions that are available for FDNs? Also, yes. But it's undeniable that at the time of recording this, the quickest and most efficient route to getting to do this work that you love, especially if you wanted to do it full time, is to go out and start your own virtual business. Now, the good news for you is that we've been doing this for years, long before the online thing was cool. Uh, you know, prior to the pandemic is what I'm saying. People have been doing this for a while. And we have the experience and systems in place for just about anyone to do this. I really do believe anyone can do it. But I'm also open to the concept that some people are better at sales. Some people are much more personable with others. And listen, we can't control that part. There are no doubt, uh, is no doubt that some people are going to have massive, massive success because of things in their personality and others might have to really work on certain things to get to that level. What we can pretty much say with a lot of confidence is that if you're willing to go through the business stuff that we offer post-graduating FDN, if you feel like you need that, maybe you don't, but if you do feel like you need it, I feel pretty strongly that we can get just about anyone to doing this work full-time, replace a normal job. I think that's very possible and attainable for most people. So we're going to talk about something called FDN Business School pretty soon on here. Stay tuned for Jennifer Woodward. She'll be making her third appearance on here to talk about that. But basically what it will look like is this now. You graduate FDN. That's the course. That's the health stuff. If you feel like you need business support, then you have a couple of options. Well, the first thing you do is you can join AFDNP, which is the Association of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioners. Now, that's just uh, not just a business one. That is a advanced health group. So this is something that I am still a part of myself. I absolutely love this thing. I always say I think this is worth the price of tuition in and of itself. But at the time of recording this, AFDNP is literally only $33 a month for graduates, and it's completely optional. It also counts for continuing education credits for FDN if you choose to do it. So in my opinion, it's kind of a no-brainer because I can go in there any day of the week and ask a question, even a very technical one or a business one, and I'll get someone who would answer. I actually just had someone recently. I was um, asking about a dog thing. I needed to know if anyone knew like a holistic vet and someone answered within an hour and I was able to share that with my friends. So I think that's a wonderful thing. Now, FDN Thrive is a few steps above that. So AFDNP is this group that I recommend every single graduate join if you're actually serious about doing this as a career. If you just did it for the sake of it, which I don't know many people who do that, but if you did do that, maybe you don't need AFDNP, but if you're looking to do this as a business or you're going to be running labs consistently, absolutely no-brainer, then there's business school. And that is a course where you can go through the business essentials, you can learn the marketing stuff, sales stuff, all of these different things that we've learned. There's many, many modules in there. I would imagine that that's going to be what most people need if they've never done business before. But yet, if you still feel like you need something, then there is going to be FDN Thrive. And FDN Thrive is that end of the chain, at least um, at this moment. I don't know why we would need more necessarily. But FDN Thrive is where we actually work with you in group settings, uh, sometimes maybe even like a little one-on-one -on -one thing, but mostly small groups. And you're getting more business training. You actually get to take on clients from the public that we get. So we charge them, all right, just to be clear, we're not paying the people for that. But you get to actually work with real people who have real struggles and real health challenges. And then when it works... What that is intended to do is raise your belief and realize, well, wait a second, this person just paid FDN this amount. I worked with them. 
it worked really well and they're super happy, maybe I could go do this myself. <laughs> but while you're taking on those clients, you have all the support you can imagine. You're learning other business stuff. You're in these group settings, like I said. It's really a powerful program. I was actually a part of that before. Even this podcast was a part of that before we moved into the course side. So we're going to talk about this more in the episode, obviously, but I want to preface this properly because this is a really cool thing. I would say it's one of the top questions that we get from potential trainees or current trainees is, I will wait a second. How do I do the business thing? FDN has your back. These are paid programs. You can choose to do them. There is no requirement to do them. If you already have business experience, I doubt you would need these things. But if you do need them, FDN is kind of a one-stop shop. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys, and I'll also be excited to share business school when Jennifer Woodward comes back on. But for right now, I know you want to hear about this and not hear from me. Without further ado, let's get to the episode. All right. Hello there, Joe. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Oh, thanks, Evan. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Long Excited time coming. Um, Joe and I have been working together in one way or another since what we're going to talk about today got started. We'll get into that a little more later. But Joe is also... And FDN, just like all of us, she is someone who has a health story. And before we get into the topic that we're going to get into today, which is very business oriented, and we think those of you considering pursuing the FDN course or those that are current trainees are really going to like this. This is something uh, so many of us as long-term graduates have wanted forever. And now it is, it's finally here and it's working really well for people. Um, but again, we're going to get started with the normal way that we do on this podcast. I just want to know what did Joe's health symptoms look like and when did they start? You know, um, honestly, I had some symptoms and things that were happening when I was younger, when I was in my, my 20s and 30s, like most women do after their moms. And then I worked really hard to try to figure it out on my own and thought I had it all figured out on my own. And then, um, you know, life happened. And I was having issues with everything, like weight gain, um, uh hormonal issues. Like I ended up in a hospital with fibroids the size of a 17 week pregnancy. Odd thing was my daughter was 17 weeks pregnant at the same time with her son. And so we, our stomachs were like the same size. It was crazy. And I kept looking for answers and kept looking for answers and Mm. there were none. Um, their answer of course was, "Mm, you got to take it out. You got to, you just got to get rid of the problem. You got to get rid of the problem. Uh, eventually an ER visit landed me in the hospital, which required surgery. And after that happened, because I couldn't find answers anywhere, I couldn't find anyone to help me. I tried Chinese medicine. I tried, you know, I just chiropractic. I tried all the things. I, I tried the Googles, right. (laughs) Doing it myself. And I just couldn't, right. Um, I'm sure you've been there, you know, you, you're, you're just like down the rabbit hole with Dr. Google thinking I'm going to figure this out. And there was just so much information coming at me that I couldn't sort through it. And so after all of that happened, I was like, I don't think any woman should have to go through this. This is not the answer because there's so many things in my life that it changed. And in fact, a medication that they gave me prior to surgery is actually, um, created issues that I've had since the moment I woke up from surgery that I've had to work very hard to try to just manage. It's, it's done some, 
some damage that I have to manage. It's, it's symptoms that I manage. I don't know that it's anything that I can ever completely rid myself of uh, because sometimes that happens, right? Sometimes there's, there's damage from things that are given to us in some way, shape or form that all of a sudden you're trying to figure out how to manage that situation. And I was like, no woman should have to go through this. No woman should have to go through this. And then I really started digging into how, there's got to be an answer somewhere. And um, I happened to hear Reed in this Facebook live thing. And I resonated immediately. And I was like, I told my husband, I was like, I'm taking this course. And he's like, what? And I said, I'm taking this course. I'm telling you, I've got to take this course. And I made him listen. And he said, he said, hun, if, if that's what your heart's telling you, then you go for it. And I did, and I never looked back, and it was the best decision that I ever made in my life. I mean, it's it's changed yeah. everything. It's so cool. It's like I love hearing these stories, and then especially with someone who works in FDN as well and is so passionate that not only do you have your own practice, but you help out here. Um, it's even cooler, like, hearing these things. It's like years ago we did this. And you, who would have thought that these little talks that we heard at one point now end up to, we're on a podcast together, you're leading this whole team. I mean, we're actually really helping the same community that helped us so much. It's really full circle and it's it's kind of an amazing experience. And you had said something and you listened to many of these podcasts, so you know I'll probably go here at one point. You mm-hmm. said that you just knew that there had to be something out there. And I believe because um, Joe and I, I mean, you have to remember yes. we're colleagues, but it's not an office setting, guys. We all work, work virtually. You're not sitting around hanging out at like the microwave for five hours talking right. about your lives always. Um, a lot of it's very fun, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's work focused. Like, you know, right. we're on our meetings and we do what we need to do. Um, So you don't always get to hear the things that people have experienced or what they've been through. We all kind of know it must have happened to get to FTN. Uh, this is not an accident that you end up here, but you don't know what that is necessarily. So You had said, again, that you kind of knew there had to be something out there. And I'm going to guess, based on what I heard yesterday when we were prepping, that perhaps um, grandma was a little bit of the influence for that kind of mindset, knowing that there had to be something out there. So I think everyone that listens is going to love that story. So tell us about her and what she kind of did. Okay, so my grandmother, um, incredibly intelligent woman, I mean, very intelligent, like valedictorian of our high school, valedictorian of nursing, nursing school. So obviously she's a, she was a brilliant woman, right? And in the 1970s or prior to that, she had opened one of, she was admitted the first patient into what is a huge hospital, now a huge hospital in the Kansas city area. She admitted the first patient. She was the head surgical nurse in the 1970s. She was like, "Mm." I'm not so happy with the direction that uh, modern Western medicine is heading, right? Just, I'm not feeling it. And so in the 1970s, way before it was cool, way before it was like the thing to do. And when it was really woo woo, she got into herbs. And like when, when I'm telling you she got into herbs, she like dove deep into it, learned all about them, knew how they needed to work and what worked together. And she was so good at like, I walked into her, into uh, her house one day and and I felt miserable and she knew it. And she was like, you have a thyroid issue. And I was like, I just literally said, I just left the doctor. They said, there's nothing wrong with my thyroid. I call her granny. There's nothing wrong with my thyroid granny. And she was like, 
there's something wrong with your thyroid. You've got this, 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 and this. You're presenting all these. I mean, she was a nurse, so she knew, right? And um, she was like, you need this herb, this herb, this herb. She was so good at all of that. But also the fact that she was a nurse and we knew that she had that medicine side to her, you know, we all kind of was like, okay, granny. Okay. Yeah. She, maybe, maybe she was just a little off in that area that maybe she wasn't right about all those things. Right. And the further I got along and as I had children and as all this stuff started happening to me, I was just like, oh my goodness. She was so Mm -hmm. right she was so right about so many things. And actually her very first, I didn't tell you this yesterday, but her very first book of natural healing, I have it. Wow. Um, it was given to me when she passed away at the age of 94. And I was telling Evan yesterday that her life was like mm-hmm. healthy. She, she didn't go to the doctor. She didn't need to go to the doctor. And it was literally like the day before she passed, she was in bed. It was just, it was time, right? It was not some long drawn out, terrible process. She was so good at all those things, but she was always encouraging without saying you have to do this. So as I started going through my process, she would just kind of lift me up and boost me and encourage me that there were other ways which I believe was one of the reasons why I just knew there had to be another way. She had found other ways, right? She had found other ways. So I knew she was right, but it took a long time for that light bulb to go off. In fact, the, the day that it really went off for me was um, I had put a lotion on my skin, had no idea, had no idea. Like this is something I didn't know. It was one of those things I'd had four kids and this lotion promised to do, do miraculous things. Right. You know, and you're, you're a young mom and you're like, I need all the miracles I can get with four kids. And so, um, I put this lotion on and, um, 24 hours later, I'm in an ER with an anaphylactic reaction and I'm allergic to Benadryl. I'm just one of those weird people. I'm allergic to Benadryl. And the ER doctor was like, we got to figure out something to give you. So he leaves the room. They, whatever they do, whatever they concoct, they give me. And I basically lose two days of my life because I slept those two days. Right. And so I was talking to my grandma. I hadn't connected that it was the lotion. And she's like, what did you do different? Like that was her first question. And I immediately went to foods because there were foods I already knew I had issues with. So I went to foods and I was like, I didn't eat anything wrong. and I couldn't figure it out. And so I went to a health food store. First time I'd ever been in one, right? My grandma had been, you know, some of those things were just like starting to come full circle. I go into this health food store. I'm looking around and the gal there knew I was like lost. And so she asked me like, so what are you looking for? And I said, I have no idea. So we end up in this lengthy conversation and I tell her what had happened to me the week before. And she said, hun, what'd you put on your skin? And I was like, what do you, what did I put on my skin? I don't, I don't, I tried a new lotion. She said, what was in the lotion? I said, well, I lotion stuff. I mean, like I was clueless. I had no idea. And I went home and I looked at the label and, and this, this woman was so nice. She had a conversation with me for over an hour. 
I went home, I looked at the label and that label had kelp on it. Okay. I'm fatally allergic to iodine, all iodine derivatives. Kelp is loaded with iodine. And that was like, that's when the light bulb of everything that my grandma had been telling me, it it was like, you know, everything collided right into the perfect moment. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. What I put on my skin matters that much. You don't know what you don't know. And I had no idea that the skin was the largest organ that it absorbs right into your bloodstream. I had no idea, no idea. And so it was such a huge light bulb moment for me. But that's when I started doing things that were more natural and getting a real understanding and listening to my grandma a whole lot more. But there were just other things that happened in life, traumas, you know, um, that really put my body into a tailspin. You know, in 2014, one of the top life's what, five top stressors, I think I had all five which ended in the um, uh, death of my only sibling unexpectedly. And that's when my body was just like, peace out, I'm done. You know, you can do all these other things, but there's certain things that you just have to handle and things happening inside your body that you need to know about. Right. And sometimes I always say this, and it's one of the things that my kids hated the worst because I'd always say, you know, your body's always talking. You know, your body's always talking. It's whether or not you're listening. And my kids would be like, mom. Um, I think that's when you know you're being a good mom, when your kids are like, mom. <laughs> yeah. So, but your body's always talking and it's whether or not you're listening. And my body was screaming because I would always say, listen, if you don't listen when it's talking, eventually it's going to scream at you. I wasn't listening to my own. I wasn't paying attention to what I was saying, right? My body was talking. And when all the traumas hit, my body started screaming. And it just said, literally, Mm -hmm. I'm done. And that's when I couldn't find the answers. That's when I was like, there's got to be so much more. And eventually, that's how I found Reed. Okay. So uh, first of all, just going back to the brilliance of grandma. I love that. Because I I told you yesterday, I study like personality theory and psychology. I love that stuff. And believe it or not, people don't understand this. There is not actually a huge correlation between brilliant people and thinking outside the box. It's not really uh, correlated all the time. Now, no. you get like the Einsteins of the world and it happens, or maybe Granny, because to be valid Victorian twice in a very conventional <laughs> way, right? Like, I'm going to follow these rules and follow this system that's laid out for me. But then to mm-hmm. have the ability to think outside the box in the 1970s, folks, where there is not someone screaming at you on a Facebook, Instagram live on a targeted ad every day, encouraging what you might believe already. That is um, both right. socially hard to do because you're going to be, you know, outcasted, especially when you've done very well in one uh, certain right. thing. And then two, it's just it's a certain way of thinking that I don't think many people are gifted with. So that's very cool. Um, and I'm glad that she planted those seeds for you because this, I mean, in a sense, might have been the Me difference too. between a life or death thing eventually by knowing that there had to be a reason for this. I can understand this eventually if I keep trying. And um. To go back to what you said with your kids, I think you're being a good mom if you say that. I totally agree because w- w- there's um <laughs> there's an odd thing that happens in us humans. There's almost like I've found universally a different respect for our grandparents and grandparents than our uh, initial or our real parents right. initially, right? And it's not that we don't love them just as much, if not more. It's just that it's like, all right, come on, mom, but I'm never going to yell at my grandma. You know, like <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'll shut up. And I think you're planting right. those same <laughs> seeds though for exactly. your kids right now which is going to be a great thing one day because most of us will probably need this. And right when they need it, they'll be thinking, oh, wait, my body's talking to me. 
is we had um we both know Xiao Yun and she's someone who had come out recently on this podcast. So definitely check out her episode, guys. She said she was so unaware of her body and working so hard that it was her mom telling her to go to the doctor that made her realize she had cancer. I have never had that. And I don't want to be ignorant. I would have to imagine there's a hell of a lot going on in your body on a daily basis before you get cancer of the thyroid. You probably do not feel so good. And so we need to get back to this. It's a very natural thing. It's a very human thing. But we forgot about this with our own domestication, how to listen to our bodies. What am I actually craving today versus what does my body really need? You know, we, we have this nature given, God given thing, whatever you want to call it, that allows us to know what we need. And what's kind of cool about being an FDN, Joe, and I'm sure you've experienced this, is I know things about my body. And like my family always says, you're so aware of this now because I've learned to tap back into that. I know when I'm pushing too hard. I know when I need to take a little more sleep or when I got to back off the work a little bit. Or, hey, you know what, guys, I'd love to go out with you tonight, but I need that time for myself because if I push this, I'll have a fun time tonight, but it's not going to feel so good for the next few days. I think that's one of the best things we learn as FDNs. It's not even always the labs or the supplements. It's how to actually be healthy because we know what's going on. So, um, okay, cool. Well, incredible story. The one thing I want to say just before we get into the FDN Thrive stuff, which I put in the title of this podcast, so you guys are probably wondering what that is. One thing really quick is how did the FDN system itself help you once you were going through the course? Because you said this was totally life-changing. So what were some of the things that you found that maybe were really big for you in terms of getting your health back under control to some degree? Well, one of the biggest things is like, okay, so going back to the, your body's always talking, that's one thing innately, because you're right. My grandma did think outside the box. And that's why I think, um, you know, I did too. Like she, I don't know. I don't know if it's genetic, but you know, um, uh, anyway, so one thing about, my learning about the body and understanding there were certain things that I did understand. And that was thanks, thanks to her. And I did understand about my kids. Thanks to her. Like I understood, I knew exactly when my son had an ear infection, I didn't know that there were other ways to deal with it, but I knew when he had an ear infection, the doctor even said, it's not an ear infection. I was like, yes, it is. Cause this is what happens when my son has an ear infection. Eventually he got to where he, he told me, the doctor said, I've never met a mom who knows their kids' bodies or knows their own bodies better than you. And I was like, you know, that's when I started. I was like, well, the body's always talking. And um, and as far as kids, I, I want every mom to know out there, I truly believe if you build it, they'll come. You know, I know it's the field of dreams thing, but I really truly believe that. If you build it, they'll come. If you live a life or a lifestyle, they may make fun of you, right? I've got three that are convinced. One's still kind of a holdout, but I'm still working on him. The other three are girls. I'm going to say that. But if you build it, they'll come. And and it does impact even him. It does impact. So really understanding your body. And to that extent, I thought I knew what all my food sensitivities were. Like, I just thought I knew. But when I did the MRT, I was like, holy cow, chicken? Who can have a sensitivity to chicken? I I kind of figured eggs just by the way I felt, but that came back and said, yes, broccoli. And I was just like, what? Like broccoli was the high, it it was, you know, full on red. I love broccoli. Broccoli does not, or did not love me back. And I was so disappointed because I had some form of broccoli in some way, shape or form 
like every week, sometimes multiple times a week and raspberries. And it was things that I was like, how is this even possible? Like, how is this even possible? I thought I knew all the things, you know, the gluten, the dairy, um, you know, not too fond of, of beef. There's just a natural thing. And beef came back as a sensitivity, but it was low. But there were things on there that I had no idea that once I removed those, there was a lot of inflammation that was just, it was gone. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. Right. That's, that's crazy. And it wasn't necessarily that I needed to take a supplement. The thing that I loved about, and I do love about FDN, and you had the Jennifer Woodward on your podcast. And so when I was, since I also take care of social media and I was doing that thing and she's like, okay, you know, I tell my clients supplements are sexy. And I was like, I love this podcast already because that, and she went into how we still have this appeal for every ill, right? Mm -hmm. Even at sometimes as FDNs, or if we're not looking holistically, we can fall into that same trap because like we're inundated with that trap. And, but I loved the fact that it wasn't like, Hey, we're going to do this test and you have to take this supplement and you're going to need this supplement for the rest of your life. Or it was, it was just such a holistic approach, which I loved, I tried to do, but I just didn't know all the things and I didn't know what was really happening inside of me. So understanding truly what was creating the inflammation in my body, because really that's what fibroids are, it's an inflammation, but understanding what was creating all this inflammation in my body was like, I, I can control so much of this by what I do, right? I can control by what I put in my body if I'm going to create inflammation in my body. I can control by, you know, am I going to eat the wrong substances or, um, you know, we don't like to talk about bugs, but if there's bugs, I mean, I can control so many things, which I think in the paradigm that's out there, modern Western medicine, which I know we both agree that there's times that you seriously need Mm -hmm. doctors, right? You don't want me or Evan working on a broken bone or anything like that. Right. But just, it it gives you such a sense of, I don't want to call it power, but control, understanding that there are things that you can control that can help your body do what it needs to do just felt so empowering, right? It was like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm not stuck. It's not like there's genes here that it's like there's nothing I can do about it. This is just my life and or this is just my age or this is what I got so tired of hearing that. Well you are getting older. I don't want to talk to you anymore, right? We're we're done with this conversation. Because that's just not true. I watched it was like No, you can't tell me that because I'm watching my, you know, 89 year old grandma do things that if I go this direction, I'm not going to be doing when I'm 89 because I might not be here. So it was just such an empowering experience. I I think I love that you use the word empowering. I I use that all the time on this podcast because many people get caught up. They're like, well, don't the labs overwhelm people? Like, isn't that too much? And you know what? Maybe for certain people, a certain percent of the population, Ignorance is bliss, right? Mm-hmm. They're not even that unhealthy. They get a headache every now and then. They don't need to know about – I mean, I would encourage right. them to know the stuff. But they don't need to necessarily know everything. It might be overwhelming. For those out there that are like us, which is the entire F10 community and all of our clients that have been through the ringer trying to find answers and we can't, 
you will never find someone so damn happy to find gut bugs and food sensitivities on their tests <laughs> because for us it's an right. answer it's <laughs> right. it's you know it's an actionable step it's like this is why i feel the way that i do even though i'm being told my labs look normal or in your case like the thyroid look normal no there's got to be something else going on and we kind of know that by definition because otherwise i'd feel if i was healthy i'd feel good and i don't feel good so there must be something there and and we're able to um, find it with these labs and i don't want to get too deep into this but it's always worth mentioning just in case it's someone's first time listening our differentiate um, differentiation between western medicine and what we do guys there are so many doctors involved with FDN. Like there are many people here that are from the Western side that mix this in. Right. We, no one here is against Western. It's really just against how we use it. We've turned Western into this frontline first right. thing that we should be using. Well, no, Western medicine should have been a last resort. Like we should be as healthy as possible. We should be teaching right. people to eat well and be intuitive with their bodies. And then if all else fails or you're just getting busy, yes, even functional medicine, people do die eventually. Maybe it's at 94, but eventually we do pass away, unfortunately. It should be the last right. thing to keep our quality of life up when we are coming to the end. Or maybe just there is nothing left to do and we have to use some type of medication. That's all good. We've just mixed it up backwards. We give people all these medications and surgeries first, and then they finally change the diet 10 years down the road. Uh, it's just backwards. There's nothing wrong with either system. It's just backwards. And speaking of which, because so many people right. go through the ringer and have these incredible experiences that lead them into functional medicine, it is one of those things that creates a huge passionate um, person for this work. And that's going to segue us into this next section. Absolutely. I'm going to preface what we're going to talk about, but I'd love right. to hear it more from you. This is way more your side than it is mine. Um, what I want to preference though, is we're going to talk about okay. the business side of things at FDN guys, because the way I word it for people is this, you get a bunch of wonderful people that come into the functional medicine space that have been through stuff, their family's been through stuff and their hearts in the right place because of this. And then they get into this work and are there jobs available? Actually, there are. They're, they're really increasingly so, especially in the world of FDN. Uh, there are doctors that have yeah. come on this podcast, Dr. Kieran Dunstan, the only type of practitioner she will hire, and she is an OBGYN. She will only hire FDN. So there's something to be said about that. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, many of us, I think, actually do have right. aspirations and dreams to be able to control our own schedule and to work for ourselves. I don't know why many people wouldn't choose that if they had the option. But what happens, Joe, for many individuals, and this is not applying to you because you were entrepreneurial and we'll talk about that. But for so many people, they're scared to go pursue their own thing. There's, They see that there's more risk involved, even though there's always risk involved in anything. Uh, but they perceive it as more risk involved. Right. And again, their heart was in the right place, but that does not mean that they've ever sold anything in their life or that they've marketed anything. It can really be a lot for those people. And what FDN realized over time is, you know what? If all of these people, for the most part, have the same kind of issue where they could use some help with the business side, what if we created things and programs that these people can go through FDN and then optionally, not like you even have to do it, optionally, you can pursue this higher stuff with the business side if you feel like that's something that is for you. So now because of this, we have um, we're breadcrumbing this today, more or less for you guys, uh, something called the FDN Business School, which <laughs> if you started the course today, by the time you graduated, this would be totally available to you. But then there's also something called FDN Thrive, which right. is our preceptorship program, which um, Joe is the one taking care of pretty much all of the main things involved with that. So I just wanted to preface it that way. I'd love for you to kind of um, introduce this to the audience and define these two things. Like what is the difference between the business school versus the preceptorship? Who should do what? Um, let's just break that down. Hey guys, it is Detective Ev popping in here really quick. If you are listening to this episode, considering the FDN course, then please do not skip through this. You need to hear this because there's going to be some big changes coming up really quick. 
The big change is that there is a $1,000 price increase to the course on July 1st of 2022. That is July 1st of 2022, $1,000 increase to match the additional course content and labs that we are now including uh, that have come over the last two years. So FDN has done this historically, but they always add the things first and see how it works before increasing the price. So it's a pretty fair system. Now, if you've been on the fence about the course, or maybe you're hearing this as one of your first episodes or first interactions with FDN and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to decide in a month if this is for me, because it's a big investment, right? Both in time, commitment, and money. So it's great for the people who are going to go use this, but we need to make sure that you're the person who this is actually for. And that's why in the entire month of June, we have a bunch of events going on, stuff that they've never even done publicly before. I'm going to list a few off here. One is that we're going to show you the trainee study hour. So you're actually going to be able to look in to the trainee study hour, which is something that, as it sounds, is usually only available to people training in the course. You're going to get to see what the interaction is like. Uh, these are twice a week calls that FDN does in our Facebook group for people who are actively going through the course. So one of the calls is with a wonderful mentor. She's been on this show before around episode 50. Her name's Elizabeth Gaines. And then the other one is with the founder himself, Reed Davis. So you'll get to see that. If you're a real nerd like myself, you can go on and check out our detective hour, which is something only available to graduates in our professional group. And that is where we get very technical. We take on tough cases. Really cool to check that out. There's a few webinars going on. I will be doing one of them on June 18th. I'll be talking about mental health and functional medicine. There's also an open house at the very end of the month, June 28th. And what that will be is Reed Davis, founder of FDN, hopping on live for people. And you can ask him your questions about the course or maybe ask him questions about things that you've seen over the last month. Oh, there's also a full course tour in there. <laughs> so if this sounds like a lot and you're like, Ev, you just listed off 10,000 things, uh, you don't have to memorize all of them. What you want to do is go to fdntraining.com slash summer. That's fdntraining.com slash summer. And you can get all the info about that. You can sign up if you want to get the notifications. It's fdntraining.com slash summer. But go do that. Go check that out and see if these events help you make a decision or not. There's also some other resources that I'm going to shout out at the end of the episode, so stick around for that if you want to hear those. But for now, I don't want to take up any more of your time, so let's get back to the episode. Okay, this is this is awesome, and this is one thing that I really love about Reed himself and about FDN, because he saw the gap, right? There are, um, there are wonderful business coaches out there, and and just like I don't want to, we don't want to knock doctors. We don't want to knock business coaches. There are fantastic business coaches out there. Uh, but FDN is, is wanting to be able to offer an opportunity for somebody to come through and not only learn FDN, right. And all the principles of FDN, but how do you grow a business as an FDN, which you're going to have FDNs that have grown businesses help you through that process, right? So Jennifer Woodward is in charge of business school and you recently had her on and I think you're going to have her on correct, again, for correct? That, yes. And so business school is going to be launching, right? Business school is going to be launching. Um, I would say by end of summer, I, I can't say exactly, uh, but I know it's really soon. It's all built. It's all ready to go. And it's super exciting because that is one thing that a lot of coaches ask for. It's like, okay, I'm here. I have my certificate. Like you said, it's like, so now what do I do? And unless you've done entrepreneurship, you 
again, you don't know what you don't know, right? Just like in the health space, in the beginning, you don't know what you don't know with regards to health. You don't know what you don't know with regards to business. And it's interesting because FDN Thrive has already been up and running for over a year. Um, and like you said, it is a preceptorship. But the way that I think FDN is going to work this is you get your certification and then you can move into business school and then you can ascend into FDN Thrive. And business school is going to lay a really good foundation of all the things that you really need to know, right? Like, um, you know, how do you how do you figure out what your uh, signature program is going to be? How do you work in Canva? How do you make a freebie? So some of those things I know are involved and there's other things that are involved with that in building, in building that foundation. FDN Thrive, what it does is it actually allows the, the graduates to do some more one-on-one. So we do like group coaching every week and that group coaching is, I call it given assignments because my background is I, I have a degree in education. <laughs> like we haven't touched on that, but um, I have a degree in education in marketing and entrepreneurship, no less. Uh, I owned and operated a business for over 20 years and helped build it from nothing to a very prosperous business. It's still in business today, but I sold my half. Um, so uh, have over 20 years of entrepreneurship and while I was doing that and raising four kids, and I don't recommend this, it's part of the reason why I got into the mess that I was in health-wise because of stress. Um, I was also running a training department for a corporation and building a training department. Don't do all those things at one time, friends. Choose one path and go down that path. But um, this actually allows you to have a group coaching call, which is more one-on-one coaching because FDN Thrive is more small group, right? So it allows some one-on-one coaching and I teacher side of me says I give assignments, right? So I give homework, but that homework is actually deep diving into building your own business. So that's what you're working on as we're going through the preceptorship. Not only that, you have an opportunity to work with a real client. Right. So you get some clinical experience. You get up to five conversations with a clinical advisor on your client, something that is more difficult to do as when you're out there doing your own thing. Right. So you get a whole lot of hands on learning experience, building your business and working with the client at the same time. So I love the fact that Reed, like you said, there was conversations about it. And it was like, how do we do this? And Reed was like, listen, we want FDNs to know how to do business, right? Not just that you get through and you're like, okay, I know how to heal myself. But I, I want to say that his part of his um, quote, his precipit, his goal is to help heal the world, mm-hmm. right? So the way you do that is to help FDNs build a business so they can go out and help other people. And so that's what we want to do with the FDN Business School and FDN Thrive. Because like I said, it's another one of those areas where you don't know what you don't know. And we've found with the, the individuals coming in that they're just like, I got to, uh, what? I got to do what? And, and because there's all these things, right? Mm-hmm. You, you are your bookkeeper. 
You are your marketer. You are creating your social media content. You are trying to be the salesperson as well as working with clients. And once you lay a really good foundation, that whole process gets a whole lot easier. But if you just go at it like I'm just going to run like a bull in a china cabinet, it can be a very difficult process to walk through and and you hit a lot of potholes and you, and you hit a lot of guardrails. And this way you have somebody who's helping guide you through that process. And the thing that we were told, like uh, I was... I was on a call and Vicky is my right hand. She's another FDN, another person we want to get on this podcast, right? She is my right hand in FDN Thrive. And we were on a call with one of our coaches and she said, you know, Joe, I, I knew how to do these things, right? I knew what I was doing and I really kind of knew how to build a business, but this is giving me the confidence and, and just reinforcing everything that I thought I knew. And she's doing phenomenal. Like her social media is growing. She, we had a real deep one-on-one conversation about her avatar. And she had an individual she had in mind with a name and everything. That was her avatar. Literally one week, week later, her avatar, her real avatar became right. her first client. And so that that's just an amazing success story. But we also have coaches that have like put their sign on a door, right? We've got a coach now that has uh, an office in a chiropractor's office, something she wouldn't have done had she not like started to develop the confidence. She goes out and gives talks. We have other ones that are like, they, they were just so afraid to try to get that first client because they didn't know. They just didn't know what they didn't know. They didn't know what they were going to do. And every single one of our coaches has had their own client come through the door. So that's a huge win. That is a huge win because sometimes it can feel like when you're just starting, when you're just starting a business that you don't even know where to go, what to do, or the first step to take. So we kind of try to take, and I know that's what they're going to do with business school. Take some of that, you know, overwhelm out of, out of the equation. Right. When you take that overwhelm out of the equation, you can start to see clearly more clearly what path you need to take. So this is just going to allow any FDN that graduates a way to work up through the process to where they actually get some clinical experience as well as building their own. And anything that they need to deep dive in, they get some one on one coaching, not always available in a lot of other coaching programs. So I'm pretty Pretty stoked. I, I mean, genuinely, and I don't listen. Neither of us know everything in the world, but I we're both pretty involved in this space. I don't know of another program that does it in this way, which is amazing. Because I think what you just said too at the end about the clinical experience that does matter. Most of these people, if you ask them one on one, the ones especially that are understandably very intimidated by the entrepreneurship side and like going out and doing their own thing. If I asked them if they felt competent in their health knowledge, most would say yes. If I said, have you been able to help yourself quite well? Well, oh my God. Yeah. You know, there is something about this like disconnect limiting belief where all of a sudden, even though they did these practicals too, I mean, an FDN, Mm -hmm. man, the course trains you. Like you are literally doing mock client things with your mentor. We're not letting people just graduate willy nilly. Like you're going to have to prove it here. That's how it kind of works. And that's why FDNs are 
held to a certain standard and hired by certain doctors, it's pretty cool, right? Because the program itself is great. But I do understand how some people need to go see, all right, I wanted to do this with a real person that was not connected to me. It wasn't my brother or my you know, mother or whatever. And FDN Thrive, in addition to all this business training, is allowing you to do that as well. You know, We're bringing the people in and you will work with a real individual who has real health issues. They have real stressors in their life. They're late on their bills sometimes or, maybe, or whatever it might be, right? That's an actual human with all the things that come with that. Right. And so you're actually getting to see wow, the program that I learned and I'm certified in actually helps these people for this. Um, they paid a fair amount to do this. I could go do that myself. So that helps, I think, the belief as well. And then again, just getting all the business things nailed down. There are, because you always got to be respectful to people's privacy. I'm not going to mention names. There are some people making very significant money in the world of FDN. There's always going to be those people at the top, like 3% yes. that do unbelievable things. You wouldn't even probably believe me if I did tell you, so it doesn't matter. But the other 97% here, thank God, are not people making $10,000 a year. <laughs> you know, there are people in that 90 plus percent right. that have real careers. They have either added substantial uh, mm -hmm. supplemental income to what they're already doing, or they've been able to replace their job completely. And now this is something that they're able to do full-time from anywhere in the world virtually. And I think that's another, um, you know, you mentioned that Reed wants to really help people with this. And it's obvious, right? He's very, very big on entrepreneurship. I think one of the beautiful things that comes with that is, guys, yes, if you can go work a great job, do it. There's some wonderful opportunities that come up for FDNs. And why not if that's what right. it feels right for you? That's okay. But at the same time, most of us, like Joe, like myself, we got sick because there was just too much. You had a lot of projects going on in your life. You're raising a family. That's a lot. Right. <laughs> when you engage in entrepreneurship and you figure out the formula, and I would say at least with FDN, we have the formula. I'm not saying we have the formula to open up a, you know, a huge restaurant. That's not what we're teaching, although the fundamentals could be transferred. We know very well how to do this for the FDN system. It's been going on for decades at this point, technically through uh, Reed and other people. Okay. But you have the ability then right. to control your schedule, to work when you need to work, to take that time off when you need time off. There is no better way to control your health outcomes as overly busy people that took on too much than entrepreneurship. And it is going to be you know, tricky in the beginning. You might have to put in some more time, but that's the investment. You put in the time in the beginning, so then, then you can choose later on. Um, we've had Jen Malek on before, and she's talked about this. Jen refuses to work more than 40, 50 hours a week because she knows for her that got her very sick. Right. This is the queen of efficiency and optimization. Like She knows how to get all this done in the 40-hour week. She takes these wonderful vacations. And guess what? She's helped hundreds, if not thousands, I don't know, of people at this point. So you can do great work. You can help people. They pay with right. a smile on their face and you can still have a life in your health. And that's what we're basically teaching at the FDN Thrive thing. Um, and I know that you got to mention some of your background. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to touch on because I wanted to make sure I asked you explicitly. Like You have been training people for a very long time before the world of FDN, and that's why they have you in this program, right? <laughs> Right, right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> actually, when I was talking to Brandy, she she had asked uh, when we w when she interviewed me, she was asked about my experience, and I was like, "Well, you know, I have a degree in education, um, marketing, and entrepreneurship. So I taught high school students for a while about how to do marketing and entrepreneurship, and I love the marketing aspect. And then um, I." I went into corporate training. I got out of education and I went into corporate training. And I was uh, 
and I kept thinking, I kept pulling my weight. It's so funny because it's one of those things where you kept, like, I went into a whole nother field into mortgage business and I became a loan officer sales aspect. Right. And, and as a loan officer, you're still kind of doing your own thing and you're still kind of running a business because it's your own private business. And then, uh, I went to another company and they wanted to start a training department. Right. And they were like, well, do you realize that you have somebody that knows how to, the other business that I was in, the other, when I was a loan officer, I kept helping other people. Like I kept helping other people. And finally they were like, how would you like to be a trainer? And I was like, well, okay. So I did that. And so then when I went to this other mortgage company, I was just doing my thing, right? Got my own little desk doing my thing. And they decided they wanted to start a training department. And an individual that was there who happened to be my boss told the CEO, he said, don't you realize you have somebody that has done that before? And lo and behold, here I am back in that mm -hmm. training aspect. I really do. I, I, I just love doing the training. Right. But when I was doing that training, so I would train all day and then I would come home and four kids, when you got four kids, you got a lot going on. And three of them were in sports because the youngest, I said, you have to wait till the oldest graduates before you can do anything. I can't, I can't do one more kid in sports. And so, and then I would come home after that and I would work on the business, the marketing, the books and all the things. And it was, it was, it's just not advisable to do that. <laughs> it's not advisable to, to do that kind of lifestyle. It can get you in a hot mess. And I became one, but <clears throat> all of that said that what, that's what brought me like, to where I am today with FDN, where I can have the conversations about business and the reality of business and some of the potholes that you may find yourself in and, and some of that out of the box thinking, you know, yeah. I, I love the out of the box thinking. So some of the out of the box thinking about the way you can do a program or what you can add to it and those types of things, all of that combined together, plus being an FDN, I think really helps with with running that FDN Thrive program, right? And help working, helping coaches work through their processes in the FDN Thrive program. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And I know Jennifer Woodward has, she has her own thriving business as well as working with FDN and helping FDNs and creating business school. So you are going to, you have two people that have a background in business as well as being FDNs that can help train people how to run their own successful business. So um, like I said, I just the, the foresight of Reed and all of his staff to be able to create something and offer something like you said, that you just can't get any place yeah. else I think is, you know, just top notch. Right. Just right. And it's, it's so cool. It's been a long time coming and it really, I cannot express enough as someone who's, I mean, I'm not involved in it in a sense, but I'm still in the company, of course. So I get to see what's happening and just the fine tuning of this and the time that's been put into both of these things. Because I called, we had a, something at one point called the Fantastic Friday call. It went on for many, many years and now they do something else uh, at that time. And I called in like three, four years ago and I said, have you guys ever thought about doing some type of, I called it like an internship thing at the time. And they said to me, you won't believe how many times this idea has come up. 
throughout the years, or we tried to do something like that or whatever. Right. And so it's not like it was a unique idea. People had kept asking for it. Can we do this in some way? And I, yeah, Reed saw that. and was like, all right, well, let's figure this out, but let's do it right. Let's make sure all the aspects are there for people that need it. And so just to be clear for those that are listening, um, you know, it'd be a little bit of a journey before you're involved with something like this. So when you're getting into the FDN Thrive program, right. um, Joe, like what is the process? Like say I'm actually someone that's not even in the FDN course yet. What would I have to do to get there if I feel like, you know what? Wow, I think I do want to do this and I'd love to be a part of FDN Thrive eventually. Okay, so really the way the, the process is going to happen is first you're, you're going to get certified, right? So you can't do anything without that certification. And, and as you said, it's going to open up so many doors for you to be able to do your own thing, right? To be able, and, and you, when you were saying that, I was like, yes. And we also have FDNs that are hiring other FDNs to work with them because their business is successful, which is, I mean, it's good and bad because it's not great that we have that many unhealthy people out there, but it's great that we can help that many unhealthy people that are out there. So you get your certification. And then um, as of right now, FD and Thrive is your next step. But what's going to be happening very soon is you get into FDN business school, right? So it's an ascension program. couple of things. One thing in particular that is key with FDN business school and FD and Thrive is you have to be a member of AFDNP. So you have to be a member of the professional organization, which to me, that's a no brainer anyway, because there's so much information that you get being a member of AFDNP that that alone, if you had nothing else, right. And for the longest time, that's what was offered. That's a gold mine. Mm -hmm. That's a gold mine because you actually have a camaraderie. One thing you learn being an entrepreneur, especially in, the way the world is today is that you don't always have that connection, right? It, there is no water cooler. You said it earlier. There's no water cooler where you're standing and chit chatting for five minutes. Yeah. So that connection is imperative. And I am like with FD and thrive. One of the things that I always stress is them finding a business buddy, right? You need to find a business buddy or somebody that you can bounce ideas off of. And you will find that you have that business buddy right? It's, it turns out to be a forever thing. I'm sure you have a couple, one or two yourself. I know I have some that are just like, I wouldn't trade them for anything. I wouldn't trade them for anything because I'm able to bounce business ideas off of them. And you get a lot of that with AFDMP. So you have to be a member of AFDMP. And then you can go through business school, learn to lay that foundation. And then what's going to happen is you actually go through an interview process with me. I, I, I think that whoever wants to go through business school is going to be, as long as you're an AFDNP member, you can go through business school. FDN Thrive, there's an actual interview process, right? Because we want to make sure that you, you, you have ducks in a row. We want to make sure that this is something that's going to be both beneficial to you, to, to the clients, the potential clients that you're going to have, right? So it's got to work both ways. So we have an interview process. And then once you're interviewed and you're accepted, you're brought on and we immediately start some real deep dive one-on-one -on -one training and conversations about how to really dive in and take that foundation and really grow your business. Mm -hmm.
right? That's really kind of the way the process is going to work. So it's going to be an ascension process. Yeah. And you. <laughs> that eventually takes you to FD and Thrive. Right. And you've learned so damn much along the way. I mean, so many people. Uh, and it's like a good thing in a sense. You know, you might get into AFDNP and be like, well, you know what? This actually had enough business training that I feel like I can kind of create something here. Okay, cool. But then we have the business school for you. Okay, that still right. wasn't enough. Fine. I mean, to me, in the most respectful way possible to anyone out there, this is a no excuses type of program now. I mean, there is everything here, even if you have never done anything. You've never even had a damn lemonade stand as a kid. We can help you with the entrepreneurial side of things (laughs) to actually get this figured out. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like at some point, you got to just go put in the work. It's just like FDN. FDN, the course, I wouldn't consider that particularly easy. I mean, it's a pretty rigorous program. But it's pretty hard right. to deny that once you graduate, you don't have the tools necessary to help the vast majority of people with their health issues. And like you said, it is unfortunate that there's so many sick people out there. Um, guys, there is no competition. I don't care how many functional medicine doctors you see or how many other FDNs you see. If th- There's several thousand FDNs right now between three and four. If all of them worked with a thousand people in their lifetime, that's about three to four million people. Well, there's like 330 million in America and we're in 50 countries around the world. Unfortunately, there is no shortage of this, okay? If we actually get to the point where FDNs are legitimately competing with each other, that's actually a good thing. And we are decades away from something like that. Uh, So pray for that, but I don't think it's there yet. So we can go do the work uh, while we can. And we have everything you need in place. It's just as much business here as it is health. And the good news is we're not forcing anyone into it because you could easily charge someone for both of those things. The business is optional. That's something that you can choose if you want to do it. And I think I, I really like how FDN did that because I know at one point there was a consideration. Do we just put this in the course? But then it's like, hey, not everyone needs that. We do have people like you sometimes coming through the FDN course. And it's like, okay, I, I, I can learn something always, but I, I know what I'm doing with business. I've been doing this thing. So why, were, why are you going right. to pay for all that extra business stuff? So this is something that no one's getting ripped off. You come in, you use exactly what you need, and it's it's for everyone. That's what's really amazing. Now, I know that we're actually coming up on our, our time, but it's not like it's a strict rule. I have a couple more questions really quick. Um, one is, Joe, I mean, okay. FDN Thrive's been around for a while now. I know there's been some tremendous success stories. And we talked about some isolated little examples at one point during the show. But is there anyone in particular that really sticks out where maybe they just didn't have, you don't have to mention the name per se, but maybe they didn't have a ton of confidence coming in or they were really confused and overwhelmed about the entrepreneurship thing. And then they turned this around and maybe got a couple clients or got their business started. Anyone that comes to mind? Oh, yes. Yes. It's actually one of our beta coaches. And I just, I I just love her because we've had some great conversations um, when she's like, Hey, I, w- I just want to kind of run this by you, you know, and we end up um, with some really great conversations about what she could do with her business. Because the one thing that I didn't touch on, I don't think that you kind of alluded to just now is the confidence mm-hmm. factor. And I think that's one thing that is huge for people that come into FD and thrive where they leave with a confidence that they just didn't have. Because I I really, I kind of push, like I, I, I even tell them that in an interview, I kind of push nicely to, to take imperfect action. I say it a lot. Listen, take imperfect action. Take imperfect action. You can always pivot. I'm, I'm always like, you know, Ross in the, in the hallway, 
with the couch and the pivot scene that you will be doing that a lot in your business. And I think a lot of times, pivot. you know, I think a lot of times people think that people think that, you know, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to do it and it's going to be right. And I never have to make any changes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, hold up, sis. You can be making a whole lot of changes in the first six months of your business, right? So this particular coach that I'm talking about in the beginning just wasn't sure what to do. And, and she does have another career that just melds so perfectly with this. And so we started having conversations and conversations and conver- and and to me she she had everything except all the confidence in the world mm-hmm. which doing what she did as doing what she does as a career you would think you know you would automatically look at her have a conversation with her and think oh my gosh she's one of the most confident people I've ever met but the confidence to do something new and how do I do that and how do I meld this all together was just wasn't quite there yet. And now she has melded things together because one of the first thing I, things I ask when we have a, our, our meeting in the week is like, I want to hear your wins, mm-hmm. right? Even the smallest thing is a win. And I think we forget to celebrate those. Well, now she has like the days that she was like, I have my first client. It was like a huge celebration. And that was what she needed. And in fact, you know, an FDN Thrive client um, wants to, because she's going to be working more with younger individuals, wants her to work with his, his little, right? right? So just, it's just opened some doors for her in the area that she wanted to work in. Mm -hmm. And so her confidence is thriving and what she wanted to do all along is now happening, right? right? It was just making some tweaks, you know, doing some pivoting. And now it's like, it's, it's gaining momentum, right? And once you start gaining that momentum, the confidence just really starts coming. And it's not an overconfidence. It's not a, you know, well, look what I can do. It's just a confidence of, hey, I know that I can help you in this way and still help myself by earning a living, right? Or supplementing my Mm -hmm. income. So it's that type of confidence and that's what we want to grow. Yeah, and and it's appropriate, guys, I think just for those out there that maybe are lacking that even when they graduate, I I think it's perfectly appropriate to have some level of like, okay, like, is this actually going to work all the time? Is that that? that that's healthy questioning. Just don't let that paralyze you. And that's what we're here basically helping with, right? Is, is you don't want that paralyzing lack of confidence. And so you get to work with maybe one or two people during your time at FDN Thrive. And then you get a client or two because they're your family member. And once you see, wow, this didn't just help my health. This is consistently helping other people's health. That's that's confidence. That that's what it is. It's a confidence that this system is predictable. It works in a predictable way, and I should be able to get compensation uh, compensated for that because I can not guarantee, but reasonably expect certain results every single time if this person does these set of actions. That's a, a great way to live. You get to help people. You get to earn money doing it. They are happy to spend the money with you because 
unfortunately, most of the time, we're the first AM practitioner that's actually really been able to make a dent in this stuff. Not unfortunate for us, but you know, no one wants to have someone go through this with 10 different doctors or 15 different diagnoses, man. It, it's sad. Um, so I'm glad that we get to do that. I'll kind of wrap up here. One thing I want to mention before we get to the signature question on the podcast is, Joe, I mean, you're someone who's in practice yourself. And I, I know that we didn't talk as in-depth with as your health stories like we normally do on the show, but still, maybe there's someone that's resonating with you and maybe they have a similar background to you. Where can people find you and like who do you primarily serve? What's your niche if you consider yourself to have one? It's it. Okay. I do. I do. It is women over the age of 45, typically in the perimenopause to menopause stage, because that's the time where you get to be told, you know, it's just your age. And and I hate that statement. I know hate's a strong word, but it's just a statement that I'm just like, yeah, no, that's that's not a thing. Uh, I am on social on Joe H. Pate, and I'm at joepate.com on the web. Cool. So um, thank you for that, Evan. Yeah, of course. Thank you for that. What? Uh, one, you know, there was one thing that I just really kind of wanted to touch on. If I, I know we're running out of time. But well, one the thing time's really kind of arbitrary, so please. Because I think... Okay. Yeah, like One it's thing not really. I really wanted to touch on about <laughs> going through FDN and FDN Thrive uh, in the business school is gaining the confidence just to charge the money, right? Because you said it in the very beginning. We all have big hearts and we want to help other people, and and I have seen that that's a huge struggle for people going through FDN Thrive, thinking I can't. It's not a confidence just in themselves. That's there, right? But it's the confidence that I really can't charge people for this. Really? I I feel guilty for making money off of somebody else that that needs help. Where we also talk a lot about the fact that it's, this is your business, right? You have to look at it as your business. It may be your entire livelihood. It may just be supplemental income but it is your business. So trying to get people to meld the fact that what you're doing to help other people is still a business. So in order for you to be able to help people, you have to make money. And honestly, it the more money you make, the more you can help other people. So you may be able to get into a position that you can, like my ultimate goal, I'm just going to tell you this real quick. My ultimate goal is to be able to say one, one woman a year that maybe has kids, single mom, whatever, that I can help her completely for an entire year at no cost. Cool. That That is my ultimate goal, that I can get in that position financially, that I can help one to two women a year and I don't charge them a thing and they would never get that help otherwise. So you, but you can only do that if you have a thriving, successful practice. So having a thriving, successful practice isn't a bad thing inherently. And I think sometimes when we go through FDN or we get to a position like we've helped ourselves and we really want to help everybody else, we think we have to do it and and not have it as a business. But eventually you wouldn't be able to help anybody if you're not making money in your business. Does that make sense? Well, it's a classic limiting belief in many forms of entrepreneurship. And I think it gets even more prevalent when we start getting into something very Mm -hmm. emotional. This isn't selling someone a pair of sneakers that I made. Um, It's 
you know, you're seeing a per- most right. likely the person just needs a new pair of shoes. When you're working in this, yes, you are talking to someone on the other end of that line that very often is suffering. Unfortunately, uh, they've been through a lot and they might have given up a lot of their resources. Uh, there are certain to be private about it. There's certain members in my family, not me, but certain members that spent over a hundred thousand dollars trying to get their health issues resolved. Okay. So you got to realize guys, it's a classic statement or cliche statement, but it's true for this. You cannot pour from a glass that is empty. You're not going to be able to work with a bunch of people. If you do every single one for free, I think that aspiration, that's so cool. I never, we've never talked about that. I didn't know you had that goal. That's an amazing thing to do. You can go donate the extra money if you really want to do that for all I care. Right. And then in your new business, you'll learn how to make that a tax write off. It's really cool. Um, (laughs) But you know, you gotta <laughs> take in income for the things that you're doing. I, I told people on this podcast before, I mean, I speak in schools. I still have to, t- I, I cannot just go speak for free. I, I, that actually affects me going into other schools. I would never be able to go to the schools in the inner city that can't pay anything right. unless I actually took something from those that can and are very happy to do so. You're not stealing the money from the people. Why don't you ask yourself, when your health was where your health was before FDN, and then you went through the program and where it was at after that. And then why don't you ask yourself what you would have paid to know that this was going to work and that that actually gets you better? Because I had severe cystic acne. I had these mental health things. You had a bunch of stuff going on. I am not kidding. I would have paid $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 to not feel the way that I did oh, anymore. Easy. I just needed to know mm-hmm. that you could do that. That's really what it is. <laughs> um, I don't mind paying right. the money for it because it would change yes, my entire life. Absolutely, but I need to know that you can do that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that that's really huge. And I I think the ultimate proof of this too. The last thing I'll say for that for the FDN Thrive is when you're working with those people at FDN Thrive, they paid FDN Thrive to be there, and they paid them a fair amount. So right. you will know by definition after you're done with that client that you are worth that amount of money because they were happy to work with you. And they paid the money for it, right? So I think it's everything about right. FDN Thrive is so intelligently done if people are actually thinking about what it means to be working with those people, have them happy afterwards and all that stuff. You have just proven to yourself that you can do every little thing here. All you got to do is actually go do the work, right? Um, so that's an amazing thing. Now, with yeah. all that said, I, I think people are going to love the entire podcast anyway. I don't think a few minutes over hurts anything. And I know that we focused a lot on the business stuff today, but at the end of the day, I haven't had you on yet. So you know, I got to ask you my signature question here. And the question I want to finish up with is if I could give Joe a magic wand and you could get every single person in this world to do one thing for their health or not do one thing, what is the one thing Joe would get them to do? What I say to everybody all the time is take imperfect action. I think people get paralyzed in if I don't have the right diet, if I don't have the right foods, if I can't afford this food, I can't do this exercise program, I can't get this sleep. If I can't do everything at once, I don't do anything at all, right? And and I've met people like that. I've had people like that in my office, in my chair, that feel like if I can't do it all, it's not worth doing anything. So honestly, I would encourage everybody to take imperfect action. So if there's just one thing you can do today, and that is I can walk for 20 minutes, then you walk for 20 minutes. If that's the only thing that you can do, right? Because it builds, right? Eventually, you're going to feel better walking that 20 minutes. And then there's something else you're going to choose to do. And then there's something else. And maybe next thing you know, you're you're going to bed at 10 o'clock and you're 
and you're sleeping till six and you're not on your phone for an hour before bed, it, it just will compound. The effects compound if you start taking imperfect action. Okay, phew, that was a long episode, not something we normally do, almost an hour and 12, 13 minutes. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and if you've listened to the end, it might be because you heard my part in the middle about other resources that you can check out. So you'll remember that we talked about the summer open house that's going on, a bunch of events in June to really help people decide if the FDN course is right for them, since we are doing a $1,000 price increase on July 1st of 2022. Other resources that you have are things that I've mentioned before. Four. One is fdntraining.com slash try FDN, and that'll let you try the first module of FDN completely for free. It's a 16-module course, no credit card required, nothing like that. The other option is maybe you've been listening for a while or you already know that this is kind of probably for you, but you're like, hey, how can I get direct questions answered? I have like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe even 30 minutes worth of it. How do I get those figured out? Then what you want to do in that case is go to fdntraining.com slash call. That's fdntraining.com slash try FDN to go through the first part of the course for free. And it's fdntraining.com slash call to get hooked up with one of our course advisors and they can answer your questions for you and see help you see if this course is uh, for you or not. And the cool part about our advisors is if they don't think the FDN course is for you, they will help guide you in the direction of something that might be more suitable. So you got nothing to lose. If you've been on the fence about FDN, definitely use some of these resources before that price increase on July 1st. But with that said, I just want to thank Joe for coming on and sharing her story. It's actually not something I had heard at all until the day before we did this, so kind of crazy, right? Because <laughs> we made the joke, I think, in the podcast, in the virtual world, I mean, we're all friends, we're all very close, but it's not like you're hanging out in an office, right? There's there's meetings and there's intentions of the meetings and you kind of get right to it. Whereas, you know, I'm sure if I'm working a nine to five in an office, you're hanging about around that like the microwave or the water cooler or something and you kind of learn a little bit more about people. But uh, it was amazing to hear her story and the things that she's been through and overcome. And I really appreciate her sharing the FDN Thrive uh, program with everyone because that's not something we've mentioned much at all before on this podcast. And it's one of my favorite things that's ever come out in FDN. I wish they had that when I first graduated, but hey, they have it now and you can go through it. So with that said, I think that is all for today's episode. You guys have hung in here for a while, hour and uh, 15 minutes almost here. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again soon, but until then, take care.